So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you are listening to the six figure photography podcast with rachel griman and ben hartley each week a new episode will air to help you grow your business by winning more bookings maximizing profits and breaking through your limiting beliefs Today, we are talking about reflecting, reflecting on um, things that worked in the last year and things you might want to adjust for the upcoming year. We think it's a great time of the year to do it when things slow down. And we're just going to kind of help guide you through this reflection today. Yes, we have the four questions that you have to answer. You've got to look back and come up with four answers to these questions uh, as we're heading into a new year. And I, I was mentioning this to the mastermind group. This is a great time to do this as like an annual reflection. This is also a great time to reflect on these questions. Once you hit your slow season, you know, we're in the cold months here for, for a lot of us, but maybe you're in a tropical environment. And so um, maybe this is your busy time and they ain't no time for this. And so that's fine. Uh, this is also a great uh, set of questions to ask yourself. When things slow down, you have some time to carve out for reflection on what just went on over the last 12 months of of your life. And I think this is really important for us to have an episode on this because a lot of times uh, when things slow down or we're jumping into a new year, we want to get straight to the doing. Uh, if you're a business owner, like probably 99% of the photographers listening to the show right now, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you are a doer, is my guess. Um, if you're not a doer, your brain just wants to do things to feel busy and active. And so I see this happen in my own life all the time. Rich, I don't know if this is you or not, but like whenever things start to get like a little slower, a little staler, I like, oh, what should I do? I guess I'm going to go uh, make a new logo. What should I do? I guess uh, I'm going to like start a Pinterest page. What should I do? I'm going to like market my business and like try to get more clients. I just want to go and do. Mm -hmm. And this is really a time to slow down and to not jump into the doing just yet. Totally. But it, Go ahead. I think that we're like my therapist talks a lot about this. A lot of us are addicted to this cycle of stress. So when actual work slows down, we create 
a stressor to keep us elevated because we're addicted to that like cortisol bump that we get mm. um, when we're stressed out. So I think it's a lot easier to just pick a new thing to be hyper fixated and focused on and doing like you're talking about yeah. rather than taking a deep breath and strategizing because it can feel really scary to stop. And because every day you wake up and one more day of your slow season is gone. And so it's like, and I haven't accomplished enough yet, but what you accomplish doesn't matter if it's not strategic and slowing down is the only way you can find the strategy in it all. So my friends, this is going to be a very actionable episode. Grab your notebooks and I want you to write down, uh, we're going to give you some line items to write down. Uh, and, and we're going to start off with a few different domains of life. When I say domains of life, I really just mean like categories of your life. You are not just your business. You're made up of a whole bunch of other areas that all impact your business, impact your life. Everything is connected. All right. And so while we're answering these questions, we, we really need to be answering these questions in all the areas. If we're looking to be at all happy, <laughs> like the least bit happy, we need to be like well-rounded people uh, who have full lives. And so uh, we're going to be writing these down, and then we're going to get to the questions that you should be reflecting on within these domains. And so, Rachel, let's kind of hop through these relatively quickly. Uh, mm -hmm. You kick us off. We'll kind of go back and forth. And then I want to get to the good stuff, which is the questions. But, but start us off. Domain number one. I think this one's an easy one um, for a lot of us because our businesses dominate a lot of our lives. So your business, you want to use the questions to reflect on this space and how maybe it's bled into other areas of your life where you want it to be or where you don't want it to be. Yes. Business, clients, growth, profits, uh, other niches. Marketing, not marketing. Exactly. <laughs> all of all of the areas. Uh, within that, you know, you could do like subsections of all these things, um, but ultimately your, your own business. The, the finances is domain number two. Now, I think a lot of us would conflate business with finances. If my business is doing well, that means money is in the door and we conflate the two things. That's mostly because we are just paying ourselves 100% of the money that comes into the business and we're not actually separating our own personal uh, wealth from the business and its profits. And that's another conversation. But I want you to consider your finances um, as it relates to um, your, sure, your income, but as well, your savings, your um, emergency funds, your investments within your uh, finances. I want you to also kind of group into that insurances. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and so we can measure uh, uh, our finances with these four questions. And spending habits is a big Spending one. habits. Yes, exactly. All these things. Um, next one is health, both physical and mental. Um, I think that our jobs as a whole are very physically taxing. So I think it's really important to see how the physical and mental realms play into one another and how you can um, kind of make improvements so they serve one another a little bit better. And you can figure out which one needs to be your priority. This is one that actually just a, a quick little anecdote here on the physical health kind of section you know, when we get to the questions, you'll see how it was through this process that I was reflecting on my physical health that I made a big shift from these questions. And actually, it's why I switched over to Fuji. I left photographing uh, for my whole career on uh, Canon, uh, shooting full frame. And I don't know about you, but wedding photographers, how many of y'all beat up 
by, by the end of it. I don't care if it's a six hour day. You just beat up, man. It's just like hauling all this shit around, these heavy cameras. And, um, and it was a big decision. Uh, was actually going through these questions, reflecting on my physical health and what I wanted it to be like. And um, it's, it's actually a reason why I switched over to Fuji. Um, much smaller, much more nimble, much easier on my hands. I started to get like some wrist problems going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a, yeah, it was a, it was a big deal. Next up. Yeah. When I, when I carried my Canon around for 12 hours a day, photographing families, almost every session, my rib was out by the end, just because it was like a slow push, just holding that in my left hand. And I just, I thought about wedding photographers every time I did a session like that, because doing a triple header, oh, I don't know how you guys do it. No way. I don't, have I ever done... I can't remember if I've done a triple header. Well, if you include like a, uh, like a, so like I'll do a multi-day wedding, you know, like a, right. a, a few different Indian weddings will be three days. Mm-hmm. So I guess I've done a triple header. That's a lot. That's a lot on your body. It is. Okay. Next Ben. Okay. Quick review business. I want you to write that one down. Finances, write that down. Health, break that into two categories, physical and mental. Domain number four is relationships. And within this one, it's, I don't think it's fair to just put relationships as a single thing. I think there are three areas in your life that you should prioritize. Um, spot number one is the relationship that you have or don't have with your partner. Okay. If this is, if you don't have a partner, all gravy, baby, maybe you, you consider you want a partner. (laughs) Maybe this is something to consider. Okay. I want one. (laughs) What would need to change? But I, I believe that this spot should hold number one. If you have a partner in life, um, your relationship with them. Number two is, is relationship with kids. And then number three is your friendships. 100%. Um, number five is your spiritual health. And this doesn't have to be like a prayer life or, you know, if you're into astrology, like it doesn't have to fit into a box. It can just be, you know, working on yourself. This could be your relationship with yourself if you don't have, you know, a spiritual component to your life. But I think it's really important to figure out why you do what you do and um, what your value system is and what your beliefs are and making sure that the way that you're living your everyday life lines up with those values. I love that. And the last one is this domain of just like your personal happiness, which to be quite honest is really a reflection of the balance or disbalance of these previous five that we just listed, right? But like, you can be knocking out of the park with your business and your finances, but you get down to number six and you're just like, well, I'm just a grump. Like I am just, I'm an asshole and I'm not fun to be around, right? Like I've had seasons of my life that I had to really reflect on like, man, this is, people don't really like being around me. I don't really like being around me either. Something needs to change. Um, and so reflect on, on your personal happiness. This could look into like your hobbies, your leisure, like just like making sure that you're still doing what you want to do and and doing it Mm -hmm. with people that you care about and for people that you care about. So number six and the final one is, is your happiness. And before we get to the questions, I read something this morning on Instagram that really deeply resonated with me. And I want everyone to keep in mind as you're goal setting and reflecting, this is so important to think about because I think we get in this headspace of setting really aspirational goals that push ourselves and it's with a lot of self-judgment. Um rather than looking through that lens of happiness, like what goals can you set that actually move you toward happiness, not away from it and not toward just like being disappointed or let down in yourself. This is from David Gate. It's just like a little poem. I will not let my resolutions mutate to form a tyranny of self. I cannot scold myself into a gentle life. And I think we 
tend to scold ourselves at this time of year into the life we think we should have rather than the life that would actually make us happy. So that last one is so important. And I just want you to make these goals and these reflections through a lens of happiness and not what you think you should be doing. Right on. Um, As we take a look at these, I want to encourage everyone that these four questions are incredibly powerful if you give them the space. They are also, um, they are incredibly uh, uh, dismissive if you don't. Meaning like if you just hear them and you take this and you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll ask that question. And you kind of like half-ass ask it like in the shower or like one day, like while you're drinking coffee, just like for 30 minutes. And you're like, well, that was, you know, not helpful. Then it, it will absolutely be not helpful. But I implore, please create space for these questions to like really set in and to come up with real answers to them. And if you have a partner in life, This is a beautiful exercise to work through together. And maybe you're working through it together. Um, Maybe they're not in the business, but if if they're a partner of yours, they're getting affected by the business. And so to hear what their thoughts are on business, even if they're not in it, like what is their feedback? Give them the floor, give them that space to be able to share openly and honestly what their experience has been around the business or how it's affected them, even if they're not involved with it. But to go through these things can be a really connecting thing to do with a partner. If you don't have a, a relational partner like that, maybe there is a um, someone else who is a peer that you that you trust, a close friend that is in the same industry that you trust, that you could go through some of these, maybe not all of them with. Um, but honestly, if it's just you, uh, my request would be that you actually set an appointment with yourself. Like, as in, like, you schedule a time, you agree, like, there is, oh, man, we could get in, oh, wow, okay, I'm about to go off, and I'm not going to do it, but there, okay, <laughs> maybe the just a touch, I'm just going to give you a tip, so, like, there is, there is, like, the being that's a human being that was here before you, there is, like, that being, and then there's you, I want you to set a meeting with the being that's a human being, that's doing all this shit, and that's trying to stay alive, and that's trying to be safe, and is trying to, like, just live, and, like, you know what I mean, like, there's that part of you, and then there's you that's like hopefully having more control over it than it has over you. I want you to set an appointment with yourself, with the you that's the being that's a human being. And I'm not going to get into any more of it than that. Otherwise, we'll go off into the races here. But um, set on your calendar and like carve out that time. Give yourself two hours. Bring a bring a nice drink. Pour it for yourself. Uh, settle in. Make sure you've got your phone off and away. Uh, bring a notebook um, and like really hold this time and respect that person's schedule. Yes, absolutely. If it needs to get rescheduled, you better have that conversation. Listen, we can. <laughs> oh man, I love I love this stuff so much. Um, but we'll have to. That's do another episode. We will write it episode. down and we will come back to it. Oh goodness, Ben's gone mental. All right. So the four <laughs> questions. Okay. Rachel, how about you start us off? I've been talking a little bit too much. Um, (laughs) How about you start us off? Get me off the pedestal. Uh, Start us off with question number one. What worked last year? So simple, so important, especially when you frame it in the six different areas we just outlined. Yes. What worked? 
again, I, I want you guys to hear me again. These are, these are, <laughs> it's the, the, the greatness is in the simplicity. Okay. Just because it's a simple question doesn't mean it's, it's not powerful. Simply what worked in the different domains really drill in question number two, what did not work? Okay. Think that about- one's just as important. Yes. Sometimes I feel like we, and honestly, you can flip these if it's easier to write about what didn't work first. If you're a negative out of the way first person, I'm kind of this way. Um, Sometimes we don't know what we want until we know what we don't want in anything in life. So sometimes writing that first, it depends on the kind of person you are. Some people would hate to do that. That's my MO. So Um, go ahead, Ben. No, no, no. I think I just did what didn't work. No, you're up now. Yeah, Yeah. Third question for the things that didn't work. What do you want? What do you want that you didn't have in the past year in those areas? Uh, partnership relationships. Like maybe there's things that was, there was disconnect there for the things that didn't work. What do you want to have happen? And it, again, it may seem like there's obvious things there that come up like, well, I want, I want it to work. Just write it out, write specifics if possible. Like maybe, um, man, what didn't work was my relationship with my wife and I'm just hypothetically, I'm just going to kind of riff with you guys for a minute. It didn't work was, um, my wife and I were really disconnected. Okay, great. So that didn't work. So what would be wanted? What would be wanted was for us to be connected. Great. Tell me more. Like, 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 let's get into that more. Meaning like I, I'd like to, um, be, have more physical connection. That could be one. I would like to spend more time together. I would like there to be greater trust in our communication. I would like, like, and just get really granular and actually write these things out. There's power in writing. Mm-hmm. You're up. For the things that didn't work. What's what I need? Okay. Got it. So what would be needed to get the thing that you say you want. You've just said, and you've written out what you say you want. So now what's needed and, uh, what's needed is most likely going to be a sacrifice from you. Okay. Or just simply a realignment of priorities. Could be that. Like you've given a lot of time to one area and that area just doesn't get that time anymore. Because if you want this other thing, you have to reorganize your time toward it. Totally. Which many people would view that as a sacrifice. Well, shit, if I want to be connected with my wife, that means that I'm going to have to not make a TikTok every fucking day. You know, it's like maybe we've got to, so we got to sacrifice them. There's like pushing a pull. You know, it's like, what's, what, what, uh, what's needed for the things that I say that I want? Am I willing to, am I willing to make that sacrifice? Okay. Um, if you actually get clear about this, what is needed from you, uh, to get the things that you say you want, uh, man, as you head into the new year and all these things, as you head into the new year, um, this is what we call a vision. This is going to help you to create a vision for your business, your finances, your health, your relationships, your spirituality, and just your overall happiness. And then everything else gets filtered through this vision. So when mm-hmm. you're deciding, do I want to make a TikTok every day? You kind of like get to look back at this and be like, well, I, I really wanted to spend less time on social media. That was one of my business things that didn't work for me is I spent too much time on social media and I didn't get the impact. It didn't work for me last year. So you can kind of, you know, begin to find alignment for mm-hmm. these things. 
Courtney's saying so much worked and so much didn't. It was a roller coaster of a year for sure. She's in the mastermind group right now. Courtney, I feel you on that. And, um, and that's, uh, that's me too. There's so much that worked. There's so much that it didn't work. Um, but until I actually write it down and mm-hmm. spend some time looking at that, it, it gets to stay a mystery. And what happens is I get to get away with doing it all over again mm-hmm. because I don't know what didn't work. It's all a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's all a racket. Like I get to just kind of run this racket. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And as long as I don't know, I get to just keep doing it again and usually getting something out of it. And now we're off to another conversation. Right. But writing it down as data. So giving yes. yourself the data of what actually worked and what didn't helps you make better choices daily and strategically if you sit down and make a plan for what's to come next. Yes. Something that I think is really important when you're talking about so much did work and so much didn't work. Don't let the sunk cost of what didn't work prevent you from stopping mm. <laughs> like like there is so much freedom in just stopping something that didn't work maybe that's something you're investing in um or something you're spending a lot of time on i social media is just a really easy one because i think a lot of people invest a lot of time and don't see a return so don't be afraid of the sunk cost of time and energy and money you've put into something if it's not working i am giving you permission to stop and to just give yourself the freedom and space to do something better i love that that's awesome Rachel, do you want to do a quick recap, a quick review of the four yep. questions, and then we'll sign off for the day? Yep. Uh, question number one, what worked last year? Question number two, what did not work last year? Question number three, for the things that didn't work, what do you want? And then question number four, what is needed to get that desire? What action do you need to take to move toward it? Yes. And, and for that last one, until you write it down and then make a commitment, It'll just be something that you say that you want. Totally. It's an ambiguous mystery and nobody holds you accountable. That pen to paper holds you accountable. Yep. And commitment. It's all commitment. Because we'll say we want it and then we become the victim to not getting the thing that we say. Ah, man. (laughs) My gosh. My friends. (laughs) Thanks for being here. I appreciate you so much. Uh, uh, Listen, happy new year. We'll see you on the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Until then... Keep showing up. And be kind to yourself. Bye, everybody.